Hello and welcome back to Dad Talk. My name is Mike Robinson. I am so grateful that you guys have chosen to uh, listen to me today. I am just overwhelmed with um, the ability to get on here and speak to, well, anybody, but just to just to send out a message of hope and light and despite all adversity that miracles can have and will continue to happen. I am fired up this morning. This story in the Bible of Jesus feeding the 5,000 is one of um, it's one of my favorite uh, stories and messages uh, and miracles in the Bible, but it is jam-packed with just such goodness and greatness and goodness and greatness of our Lord that we can just praise God and praise His Son. His name is Jesus for what He's done uh, despite all adversity. And I know many and all of us can connect with when we're faced with a challenge and a darkness and adversity that it is easy to turn away. We kind of coddle in our own space and we go and isolate. I know I resonate with that, that I isolate and um, I feel that hurt. But man, Jesus is just the supernatural and above all. And what he does in this in this um, in, in, in this situation and this event is truly miraculous. If you're not familiar with the story, we're going to jump in our Bibles to uh, Matthew chapter uh, 14. And this is where Jesus has uh, just found out uh, that his cousin, uh, John the Baptist, uh, has passed away in a pretty brutal way. Uh, unexpected, but it was um, it was a loss uh, and a significant loss. This is a a childhood friend of Jesus, John the Baptist. I mean, there there are so many connections. Um, but also, not only did Jesus lose a cousin, a friend, a family member, a loved one, uh, so did uh, the disciples who were friends with John the Baptist. And um, we can all resonate with loss and just how when we find out we get a a bad uh, illness report or, you know, someone is diagnosed with insert whatever you want um, or just the loss of a loved one, a loss of a pet, uh, you know, just a loss in general. It is so hard. And uh, Jesus came, uh, God sent Jesus to earth to live in man form and live amongst men. So even though he's the son of God and, and, you know, is raised from the dead and we welcome him back and we celebrate. Um, he still feels loss. And in this situation, his immediate reaction is isolation. He, he hears the news of, uh, his friend, John the Baptist, uh, being murdered and he jumps on a boat and he leaves. I'm picking up here in Matthew 14, uh, verse 13. As soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat in a remote area to be alone. How many of us can resonate with that? Something bad happens, poor, bad diagnosis. Um, there's a loss, you know, it may not even have to be as, you know, 
immense as a loss of a friend or a loved one. It could be a loss of a, you know, a game or a match or a contest, whatever it may be. A loss is a loss. Um, And we isolate and we go on our own. But how this story turns is truly incredible that as Jesus left, people followed. And as they followed Jesus, Jesus had compassion for them. And that word compassion is uh, enormous. Compassion is uh, the ability, the conscious ability to understand that someone is hurting and you want to alleviate that for them. You want to make them feel better, right? So Jesus just lost his cousin, his friend. He's, you know, going off on his own, but he sees, sees these people following him and he knows they're sick and they're hurting, So he turns his lens, this is huge, he turns his lens from inside and what he's feeling, he knows the loss. And we know Jesus knew this was coming. He's all-knowing. He's the Son of God. But he still feels the loss. He knew that this day would come, but he still feels this loss. Moreover, He knows what he's here for, which is like, that's the big, if you want to underline, he knows his assignment. He knows why he was sent to this world to save the world from our sins. He turns his lens from himself and he goes back to what we all need to do. And you see it throughout the Bible is serving and blessing others. So what does he do? He he puts the boat up. And he starts healing people and, and, and healing the sick and healing others. What I love about that is Jesus was intentional with, instead of feeling helpless for himself, he became helpful. And wow, how important is that is, you know, when we can get down in the dumps and, you know, and, and, and in our feelings when, you know, something bad happens, let's go there. We can feel really helpless, but when we turn to serving others and helping others, the entire game and landscape changes. And here's where, uh, the situation really kind of kicks into gear is as you continue reading through um, Matthew 14, the disciples go up to Jesus and it's getting dark, it's late, and they say, like, and I'm paraphrasing, hey, Jesus, it's getting kind of late. You've been healing a lot of people. You've had a long day. You know, and, and these disciples, remember, they are they are followers of Jesus. They are his closest, like, inner circle, you know, and and they say like hey jesus you know it, it's probably like about that time we send people home right it's closing time and uh it's time for people to go home to their villages and probably get some something to eat and this is where it's just another way he just gotta love jesus he's he kind of he looks at them and says no <laughs> he says you feed them i'm reading uh Matthew 14, starting uh, at verse 16 and 17. But Jesus said, that isn't necessary. You feed them. The disciples responded, but we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Jesus said, bring them here. So we have to pause and just picture and imagine this. 
Jesus had just gotten the news of the loss of his longtime childhood friend, cousin, uh, disciple, John, John the Baptist. Goes to isolate by himself, ends up being surrounded by thousands and thousands and thousands of people. He's healing the sick. He's, he's healing and helping those around him. Then the disciples who have already been following Jesus say like, hey, we're good. Um, let's send people home so they can get, give, uh, get something to eat. And this is where Jesus is so good. He says, no, you feed them. Like you provide that for them. Continue the work that Jesus is doing. Yes, we've been healing. Now we're going to feed them. They have a need. There's a need and we can and we will provide for them. And the disciples basically say, well, we don't have enough. And Jesus says, that's okay. Come like you bring what you have. And that is so huge. Bring what you have to Jesus. Whatever it is, whatever situation you're in, bring what you have. I was watching, uh, I, I'm watching a show uh, that's going through like the story of Jesus and the Bible. And uh, one of the biggest um, takeaways that, I, uh, uh, that was shared by the director, he said, it is not our job to feed the 5,000. It's our job to give the loaves and fish. And that's what the disciples did. They had five loaves and two fish. I will repeat that. They had five loaves of bread, two fish, and 5,000 plus people to feed. Jesus said, no problem. Looked up to the heavens. He blessed the food. And they all ate. Plenty. I'm picking up here now in uh, Matthew 14, verse 19. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples who distributed it to the people. I'm picking up. About 5,000 men were fed that day in addition to all the women and children and there was plenty left over can i get an amen that is the story of what jesus and god ask from us each and every day give what you have it may not be a lot it wasn't a lot for the disciples and Jesus and the 5,000 people that were hungry, uh, men, women, children. Um, but it was enough. That's it. It was enough. Because when we give what we have to Jesus and we ask and it's in it and we ask to bless and to serve others, he gives plenty that's the message. That is the meaning. It doesn't matter if it's in your marriage, in your household, your family, your workplace, wherever it is, give what you have to Jesus and he will feed the 5,000. I said before, it's, it's obviously symbolic, it's symbolism, but give what you have. What, you know, if you rolled out of bed this morning, you're like, I cannot do another day. Give what you have. Pray that Jesus, this is all I have to give. This is all my family has to give. He will feed the 5,000. 
you'll read later on, you know, continue on in your Bible that he does it again. And if he did it, then he'll do it for you and he'll do it and, and he'll, he'll do it for us because that's who he is. Um, he has compassion for all of us, despite our circumstances. I was at a golf outing this past weekend and, uh, um, reluctantly it was, um, uh, in memory of a young lady who had a congenital, uh, heart disease or heart defect. Um, and she passed away at the age of 31, uh, which is tragic. There's no other way to describe it. It's tragic. It's heartbreaking. It's heart wrenching. Um, it's a, it's an, a massive loss to the family, to the community, uh, to all those who knew her. Um, and this fundraiser it was in, in memory of this golf outing was in memory of her. And can I tell you, the Lord was there. Um, the way that uh, people rallied together and the teachers, the doctors, the colleagues, the family members, um, the volunteers, um, the, the, the classmates that all showed up and rallied for uh, this young lady who had passed away back in December, um, everyone gave what they had. You know, they showed up. They showed up and they gave what they had. And I imagine this is the first year that they've had this golf outing. But I am confident that this golf outing will continue on uh, in memory of her uh, and for the family and all the proceeds and all the, you know, everything that was that was raised and donated is going to go towards a scholarship in her name to the school of nursing that she was in. So tying this all together, tragic loss, devastating loss turned into a miracle. And that is what he does. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what our Lord and Savior Jesus, uh, the Son of God does for us. He takes what we have, the five loaves and the two fish, and he turns it into a miracle that transcends and lives on for generations. This golf outing will support and transform the uh, experience and the careers of nurses for years on and put that in there that, you know, this is for nurses, those who find uh, those who help people who are in need of healing. Amen. I am so grateful uh, again that you've chosen to listen to dad talk today. Uh, it, reach out to me. Uh, I am grateful that you're you're listening to this. Again, my name is Mike Robinson. Have a blessed day, you all.